Welcome to Show Him the Door, still Jalen Mahoney's favorite podcast. Do you remember that? He still hasn't hit us back. But do you know who has hit us back? Our special guest, my name is Willem Azanero. Our other host is Christopher Conway. Hey and I will let our guest introduce himself. What's up, guys? I'm Julian Hernandez. I'm Vanderbilt starting center. Uh, played in 10 games this past season. Looking forward to whatever this season has to hold for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Um, I know that we're super excited to have Julian on, as we are to have any of our guests on, and we will definitely be making, uh, be reaching out to more people in future episodes, because we want to become more of a guest-driven podcast, mm. but today we're focusing on the wonderful life story of Julian Hernandez. The and one his, and only. Yeah, the one, the man, the myth, the legend, Julian Hernandez. Um, so, you know, we just want to start off with, like, early life, so, like, what, when did you start playing football, and, like, what were your motivations behind playing football? So, funny enough, like, I never played any, you know, like, peewee football or any of really? that. I actually started playing football my freshman year of high school. Oh, wow. That's when you yeah. started? Yeah, that's when I started. So, did you, like, uh, play other sports before? I played baseball before. There you go. But, like, I didn't even play, like, travel baseball. I played recreational baseball. Okay. Were you like, pretty good? I mean, I was all right. I was, like, <laughs> I was bad. Um, I don't know. Like, I played, I played baseball for a while, and, like, I didn't really see, like, kind of, like, a progression for that, like... I had wanted to try for, like, my high school baseball team, but, like, I had already known that, like, the competition for that was, like, already so far ahead of, like, what I would, like, know as, like, a recreational baseball player. Like, mm. I knew there were going to be dudes that I had already played, like, travel ball, yeah. like, maybe, like, an AAU t- I don't know if baseball does AAU, but... Um, they have, like, circuits, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. So, um, I was just like, well, I mean, I don't know how much success I'm going to see with baseball, so I kind of just was like, yeah, I mean, I'm a big dude, and, like... Might as well try football, I guess. So, like, <laughs> how big were you going into freshman year? I was probably, like, I wasn't the, I mean, I was, like, tall for a freshman, I guess. I was, yeah. like, 5'10", 5'11", I think maybe, like, I maybe six foot, just maybe, but I was, like, 250 pounds. Okay. So I had already, like, some decent size yeah. on me. Like, I could get away with it, like, in high school or, like, right. JV and stuff. Yeah. My freshman year JV, I was awful. Oh, like, absolutely horrible. So I I don't know what my I went to Western High School in Davie, Florida. I don't I don't know if anybody watching would know where that is, but it's about 15 minutes west of Fort Lauderdale. And like, just for like a little like preface, like I think our varsity team like that year I got there went like it wasn't a very good school record. Like we were known as kind of like the laughing stock of like the 8A district. So like, oh, um, and yeah, I guess like my my high school coach who was the head coach of the varsity team, uh, he was just like, yeah, um, I guess we see some potential in you in sophomore year. I kind of was just like rolling with like varsity and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I think I started, like my first game I started, I had like bruised my femur, my tibia really bad. Oh jeez. So I was like kind of out like watching, like I would get into like certain packages and stuff. Yeah. But then it was really my junior year where I kind of like took off, um, kind of like gained a little bit of a name for myself. I'm not, like, the most, like, famous recruit by any means, but, like, I kind of started garnering a little bit of attention from, like, you know, other high schools because, like, I had made, like, a first-team all-county and, like, my team had made it to, like, the third round of, like, the playoffs. So, like, that was, like, the best record we had in school. Yeah, we had, like, the best high school record in school history. And so, like, like, all eyes were on us because it was, like, oh, my God, like, from, like, I don't even, I think we went, like, 0-10, like, the year before I got there, or, like, 0-8 to, like, the third round of the playoffs is, like, pretty remarkable. Um, then my junior year, I was kind of, like, you know, like, a slack off, like, kind of, like, I was yeah. the You I was were feeling dude. good. You were feeling good. Uh-huh. feeling good. Yeah. Um, grades were slipping. My mind just wasn't in the right place. Um, and then I kind of figured, like, maybe I needed to start new. Like, my mom really helped me through that process because, like, mm. I knew I was probably going to transfer high schools, but, like, I didn't want to just because I loved Western so much. So my mom kind of bit the bullet and, like, sort of, like, not forced me, but, like, pushed the process a little bit faster than I had expected. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to St. Thomas Aquinas, which is a much more well-known, like, high school football program. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys say, like, you haven't played, like, sports, but, like, you guys know what that is. No, yeah, no, 100%. Like, Um, it's definitely, like, a lot... Like a lot more strict, a lot more like kind of like not like a boot camp because it's still high school, but like mm. damn near close enough to like what you could expect from like a college football program like in high school. Yeah. So I go there. Um, I do spring ball there. I do pretty well in spring ball. I have a good spring game. Uh, I go into my senior year starting a bunch. 
Uh, St. Thomas was kind of like how college was, where like every week you had to fight for a spot because like I'm not. There was a lot of good talent at St. Thomas. Like there was like dudes everywhere, and so mm-hmm. like I kind of got like a little bit complacent in my high school days, and so like I started about seven games when I realistically could have started every game. Mm. I kind of fell into like a little bit of a. A little bit of a uh, like a what do you a slump like baseball terms kind of like yeah. you're out of rhythm with like what right. you know to be like how yeah. you are. I had already committed to Vanderbilt in like August of my senior year, so I committed to Vanderbilt before the season started, and like um, yeah, and so coming in like end of my senior year, like I realized like I didn't really take advantage as much as I could have of my senior year of high school, like getting better and stuff. So like already coming into Vanderbilt, I was just like, do I really like belong here? Like, is this like my place? Because like. Mm. If I could, like, I was thinking, like, if I couldn't start every single game on my high school team, like, what makes me think I'm going to, like, cut it in the ICC? Right. So, that was really sort of, like, my high school career. And, like, getting here, I don't know. I mean, it's just, Was the recruiting process, like, easy for you or, like? Oh, yeah, I probably should have touched on that more. So, I had 11 offers coming out of high school. I had Louisville, Syracuse, some of the bigger ones. I had Pitt, Vanderbilt was one of them. Uh, Vanderbilt was like my last offer I got, but I committed to Vanderbilt about a month after I got the offer. Like, I didn't. I didn't even take a visit. Like I already knew that I was gonna like. Come was that here. because of SEC play, or is that just because you knew what Vanderbilt was? Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I'm not gonna lie. I didn't take a visit to Vanderbilt before I committed. I had already known like about it. And I knew it was in the SEC. I knew it was like gonna be the best of the best competition. But like, I had always like valued education as like a top priority yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. So like. Vanderbilt being a top 15 school, I had already thought, like, wow, like, what an opportunity to, like, go to a school and, like, actually get an education because, like, at the end of the day, like, the NFL's never guaranteed. Like, who Mm. knows? Like, God forbid, like, one day I go out and I, like, get injured and I never play again. Like, I'm going to need something to, like, like, rely on to get me through life. Right. Rather than just, like, oh, like, I could have been an NFL player. So... Um, I thought Vanderbilt was pretty much like an easy option. I never liked country music that much, so like Nashville <laughs> country music, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but um, yeah, um, no, yeah. I really like. I had I had really liked the idea of Vanderbilt, just like testing me like physically and also mentally as well. That's exciting. Yeah, Derek Mason. That was back when he was the coach. He was big in your recruiting process, I assume? Yeah, he came to my house and had dinner with my family. Really? Yeah, it was him and my offensive line coach at the time, uh, Cameron Norcross. They had both came to my house, and my mom, like, catered some uh, Cuban restaurant down, like, locally, like, 25 minutes away. It was a really good time. We had some good conversation. Okay, I was like, I I feel like maybe it's just from the fact that I was never recruited or never went through any of that process, obviously. But, like, I feel like that'd be awkward. It's just, like, sitting there with, like, the head coach of a football team just <laughs> in your house, you know? There's a little bit awkward. Like, not awkward. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Derek Mason, like, values family a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's a very prioritized family man, yeah. which I can really respect. So, him and my mom just having conversation. I was, like, more nervous about my offensive line coach being there than Coach Mason. Like, <laughs> Coach Mason was, like, a very homey, like, family guy. So, like, I don't know. I just kind of clicked with him. Not so... Yet. Yeah, so was that like another uh, you know stepping stone in coming to Vanderbilt eventually, um, or were, was that you know just a formality? At I think point? I think it was just a formality. Like, I mean, I had, I liked Derek. Like, I like Coach. Ma- I felt weird calling him yeah. Derek. I like <laughs> I liked I, I really like Coach Mason a lot. So like, I he had already had my respect and my sort of like I was I was locked in with him. I was like, I'm willing to like battle for this guy and stuff. So. He was more of just like a plus that going to Vanderbilt, like I knew he would be my coach and stuff. And also like, there are a lot of coaches that are like, kind of like uh, shady, kind of like just, they, they'll like act like they care about you just to go to the school. But then like right. once you get there, it's kind of like, all right, well, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Like I don't got to worry about you anymore. But like, right. uh, I talked a lot with Coach Mason and stuff. So I, I really enjoyed like when he was here. It was a little bit hard to see him go at the time. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was what was like, somewhat necessary for this program to move forward. No, I understand. But uh, before we get to, like, the whole switch of the coaching changes thing. Yeah. Um, I guess, so you got here as a freshman, and I don't believe, you didn't play in a whole, a, many games. I played, year. I played in one game against East Tennessee State my freshman year. Okay. And yeah. uh, so how was, like, you know, spring ball and camp and working your way up the totem pole, I guess, still, <coughs> uh, Andy? Uh, it honestly means a lot. I mean, like, 
it's it's a lot of like mental fortitude that you need to do that process like every athlete will agree like fall camp is probably like the worst two and a half weeks of like your year or like your life (laughs) yeah like not that it's like you hate football or like you hate any of this or hate that it's just like such a time constraint on like what you can do with your day like i remember this past year fall camp like i would wake up at like six or like seven in the morning and like be at the facility the entire day and like not get back because we we would stay in the holiday inn we wouldn't even like stay in like dorms and stuff really yeah so we would i would wake up and like it was nice staying in the holiday Inn, staying with like a different roommate than like what you're known to like who you're known to be with but like i would the only time i would ever come back to the holiday Inn is to go to bed yeah so it was just like being out the entire day hot as hell outside practicing film lifting like anything you can imagine an athlete could do in like one full day just revolved around that sport like that's what we did because like there's no class either like we do fall camp like in the time of the summer like uh semester where like it's like that two weeks before school starts where like Mm -hmm. you don't have anything once school starts you're kind of just like in the clear from fall Mm. camp yeah it's just all football literally and like i think you only get like realistically sunday off like because saturday you kind of go in so like watch film but monday through friday like you're in there and there's like if you're like missing to anything like it's like it's bad i've heard like kind of bad things about film meetings like it's just like they really just tear you apart is, is that is that what is that like not from like any vanity student just like in general no like it, like like you ever see that dude on tiktok that's like oh, yeah like, yeah coach like the coach moment, 30 or whatever. Your leg or whatever yeah yeah, oh my yeah. Gosh, so no they're um, awesome they're hilarious i mean is that how per- it is like for real <laughs> i'm gonna be honest like growing like to be like gonna be a senior so like i've been in a bunch of film meetings it's like it gets easier like i I'm not like i look forward to going to watch film because like Honestly, at this point in my, like, development, like, I need to watch more film to, like, kind of get, like, like, freshman, you kind of just need to get the playbook. Like, you're going to be out there watching film, but, like, you're going to be watching more just, like, the plays and the scheme and, like, which, like, when I was a freshman, I was more worried about which direction I was going and, like, how I looked. So, like, um, getting to this point, it's not, like, it's not about which direction anymore. It's about, like, you know, leverage on, like, combo blocks or, like, how, how your technique is against a certain type of pass rusher. And so, like, um, I think film is honestly such, like, a not an underappreciated because I think a lot of people can appreciate good film, but um, it's definitely a necessary, like, part of your development once you get to, like, a stage of, like, knowing what you're doing, just, like, how to refine and improve upon it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so then I think in your sophomore year you said you played five games and you started uh, th- yes. four of them, yep. I believe. Uh, what was, like... It's, I think I said all of them were SEC games as well. Yeah, because COVID year, we only had SEC games. It oh, was yeah, all yeah, SEC yeah, schedule, yeah, about, uh, which was kind of crazy. Um, how, well, did you have, like, a welcome to the SEC moment or something like that where you just got, like, busted real bad and it was like, I really got to I, I got I to come back after this, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I ever had, like, a a blatant play where I just got, like, decleated or whatever. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. as a live, like, I get hit, like, every yeah, single play. Like. Yeah. I think offensive line is like the only position where you have to like be touching a, a different dude every, every single play. Right, yeah, every single Like play. you don't really get to get away with a play where like you don't do anything mm-hmm. as an offensive lineman. So, um, I mean, I think Mississippi State, like that was like the first game I started. And I guess that was kind of like, I think his number was like number 40. I'm pretty sure he got drafted somewhere. I don't know so where. Was that Willie Gay? To the Chiefs? Number 40 in yeah. the SEC? In or in Mississippi State? Yeah, I think it is. He's a linebacker or a D linebacker. He's a linebacker. He's pretty. Yeah, he's that's like really well, gay. I think. He's, a, he's a thick dude. Yeah, like, he's a he's like, a big dude. He plays for the Chiefs like, now. He's like five ten, five eleven, but he was like two like fifty, like thick dude. Kind of like he was a dense. second round pick. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was. He like just shocked me one play. Like I didn't get decleated or like I didn't have. I don't think I've had like an embarrassing moment. Like just literally just got put on my back. Yeah, but like. I remember there was one play where, like, he drove me back a bunch. Like, it was, like, kind of a pass play, and I picked him up on a blitz. Like, we got the ball off, but, like, damn. It was just like, Like, he hit me, like, (laughs) hard as hell. (laughs) And, like, that was the first game I had ever started against Mississippi State. Yeah. So it was kind of like an eye-opener. Like, I don't think I've ever been more sore than, like, after starting (laughs) my first game against Mississippi State. No, yeah, that makes sense. And, like, Mississippi State's a team where, like, they're good. Like this past year, they actually found a lot of success. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know if the year prior they found. I think. Uh, I'm not sure how they did the year prior, but like they got a lot of talent over there. So yeah, I mean, I had, I had kind of gone into sophomore. Like, 
I didn't know my schedule. Like, I didn't know, like, how to watch film, like, why I watched film. So I was kind of just, like, checking boxes. Like, all right, I did this, 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 and this. But, like, you didn't really do it intentionally. You did it to, like, the maximum, yeah. like, efficiency. What you needed you could to do, yeah. So, I mean, I was just kind of, like, a happy-go-lucky kid, like, just started in the SEC. Like, honestly, yeah, like, I mean. I mean, shoot, like, I went uh, watching minimal film. I started against Mississippi State, Florida, Kentucky, uh, Missouri, I got injured during Missouri my, this past uh, year in 2020, and then I forgot which other game it was. Was it South Carolina? Yeah, I think, okay. no. I played in South Carolina. I started four, played in five. Okay. That's the minimal research I did. There we uh, go. It's, it's <laughs> no, it's all we good. know what we're doing. It's all good. No, but, uh, so I guess there might, you, you, you had to have had, like, a kind of mental, like, okay, I need to start, you know, working probably a little harder going into your uh, this last season, yeah? Yeah. And so, like, wh what process did that, like, go through to a point where you were starting every game and having pretty, like, well success throughout your uh, your junior season? Yeah. Um, so, like, during, like, my transition from, like, my sophomore to my junior year, I really kind of, like, excuse me, um, I really kind of prioritized, like, changing my body a little bit because like during my sophomore season I was pretty hefty like I was sitting around like 320 ish and like at the time like for me that was a lot bigger like I'm around like 312 315 now and like I look a lot better than I did the year before but um yeah like when I got back in like December and like going into spring season like I had just like taken more like into account like my nutrition like spring season like you still need to watch film but it's like you're going against the same team every day it's right. not like you're just going against your defense so like it was more like kind of player based like okay or like you're just watching yourself more often like like in the season you watch more like film of like the opponent rather than I would say you still watch a bit of yourself but you're watching more of like what they do yeah. so in the spring season I kind of just like watch film just to make sure like I was getting the plays right because we had like after the season we had the the staff clearance so it was like okay this is all brand new bullets are flying you got to learn everything in 15 practices pretty much yeah. so like it was a bit tough like I wasn't even starting in the springtime really uh it's funny enough our uh our other center Kivo Wesley he was the starting center for spring ball and so like kind of going into like that mental like aspect of like okay, I started four games here, like, and he hadn't started any, like, why is he the starting center? Like, I kind of got, like, a little bit, like, reserved in my own mind, mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know, like, I kind of just, like, I'm, I'm a lot, I'm, I'm very big on just, like, keeping your nose on the grindstone. I don't know if you've ever heard that saying yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, like, just keep your head down, work hard, and good things will come your way, and so I, I did just that. Like, I just kept my mind right, took advantage of as many, like, all the reps that I got, just, like, trying to make sure that, like, my coach saw that, like, I was, like, putting in the effort to, like, get that starting job. Because that's that was my goal. That's, like, what I wanted. Right. Yeah. And um, so go past spring ball. I had a good spring game. I had, like, I was running a lot of reps with the ones in the spring game. It was good. Um, and, yeah, and then moving past spring ball, going into May, because... Sorry, again. Uh, in May, we got, like, a month off. So, like, you mm. kind of, you go back home and, like... It's it's a, it's a time where like a lot of people kind of just like unwind, relax. But like, our coach has already told us like, look, like just make sure like you stay in shape, just do like do good, like don't get into any trouble. Just like make sure like you're on your stuff because when you come back like it's summer, it's summertime. Like that's when like we're conditioning almost every day. Yeah, you're lifting. So like if you're like out of shape, like we're gonna know and we're yeah. gonna be able to tell. It's gonna be very that's obvious. Real. Yeah. yeah, and so. During the month of May, I kind of went through, like, a little bit of a body transformation. I had lost, like, 15 pounds. Like, I went from, like, 315 to, two, like, or 20 pounds, 315 to 295. I was, like, looking good. I was feeling great. I was, like, like this is, like, my moment. Like, I'm, I'm on my shit right now. I don't know if I can say that or yeah. not. I'm good. Yeah, we're all good. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah I'm, I'm on my shit right now. And so, um, after that, I, it was really just, like, going through summertime and my real comp my competition was Kiva Wesley and Michael Warden, who were the other centers. Mm -hmm. And we were just, like, not at each other's necks or anything, but, like, we were just making sure, like, we were all, like, in it together. Just, like, if one of us was leading, like, we would have to catch up. And, like, it was it was great. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was yeah. a good, like, it was healthy competition. Yeah, like, is, yeah. pushing each other to the max. So, 
come fall camp time, the time everybody loves. Um, <laughs> I was actually running with the threes. So, like, my kind of, like, I'm on the top, like, my shape, like, I'm good, like, I'm doing great. Like, it was kind of just like, damn, like, like, it's all, not like, like, all this work I'm putting in and I'm still, like, running with the threes. And so, I don't, I don't remember, like, exactly what had happened during uh, the, the, I think during fall camp, like, I was still just, like, with the threes, kind of just rolling. Like, my coaches put me at different positions, kind of just, like, if anything were to happen, just give me opportunity to get on the field. And so, my first two games of the season, uh, I played left guard against ETSU and left guard against Colorado State. But then our center, Michael Warden, kind of went down with a high ankle sprain. So, it was my coach's decision. He was like, okay, Julian, just hop in at center. Because during uh, fall camp, I had gotten, like, a lot of reps. Or during, like, the past two weeks, like, I, I'm not sure what happened with, with Kiva, but I had gotten a lot of reps at center. And so, he was just like, all right, you go in and you just finish the game because at that point when he went down we were already like two minute drive going down like we're going to kick the game when he field goal yeah so right now i'm like shitting my pants yeah. and i'm just like <laughs> julian whatever you do just don't mess a snap up yeah. like all we have to do like we're already in field goal range i was like just get us through a couple snaps and we will win this game uh-huh. And so, because you guys had come back <coughs> against colorado State. yeah we were down a little bit early in the start but we had fostered up a good comeback. Uh, we took the lead eventually. They scored and tied it, but we had ju- we had enough time on the clock to take a drive down and kick the game when he field goal, which mm. we did. Yeah. But my mindset was I didn't even care what play we ran. Like I had like known like I went back to my freshman days. I was like, all right, left, focus on the snap. That's all I would think about. <laughs> there it is. Like I wasn't even worried about who I had to go to on my combo. I was just like, just get the snap first and you'll be good. And that was what happened. Um, we ended up winning that game. It was awesome, great feeling because we hadn't won a game since oh, 2019. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, so it just felt like amazing. And like after that, I was like, okay, I don't know what coach is thinking right now. Like, am I still going to be like the starting center? Or is Kivo going to get a shot? And so after that, he had put me at, as the starting center. So I had kind of jumped from like three to one. I felt a little bit bad for Kivo, but I think it was just because he was just a little bit underweight that like he couldn't really play. I think he was like 285 and coach had wanted like a little bit more like, yeah, weight I mean, on a guy. So, yeah. um, Especially as you get to SEC play. Kivo, Kivo's playing D-line now. Really? Yeah. It's there a little, little bit of a shocker, but yeah, he's playing. He's on, he's on D-line. And so, I mean, shit, I don't even know if I should have said that, but I mean, I don't think it matters too no. much. I mean, um, spring, we don't know where he the, the, is. The, the, I don't know what you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, also, like, the it's, spring it's, game's coming up. Like they'll see. Yeah, it they'll, yeah, they'll yeah, see. Yeah, 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 we're good. Sneak peek. I'm showing the door. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you heard it here first. We'll snip it. Yeah. Um, Sneak peek. <laughs> yeah. First line media. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and so going into Stanford, that was my first like start in the 2021 season. Oh, I actually had a really kick-ass game that game. Like I yeah. did good. Offense like, was rolling that game. Yeah, oh, geez, we, yeah. We, were, we were we were we were putting up some good numbers. I'm pretty like I can't really remember like I don't remember final scores. I more just remember moments in games. Like yeah. as an offensive lineman, like we don't have stats. Like we're like the only position group that like we're just measured off of other people's success. Right. So um, they probably don't do like win rate in college do they i mean not for o-line i don't think no. it's more just record yeah really. I, I know that uh in the nfl they do like pass block and run block win rates yeah but, like, i think i think pff does like grades for like certain offensive linemen like they'll do yeah, like top five centers in college football but like i don't really know what they base that you're on, on that list next year for sure <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh thanks i'm contacting pff right hopefully, now. <laughs> okay. hopefully. um and so, um, yeah, going into Stanford, I was feeling good. I had a great game. I forget which game came after that, but I, I ended up starting 10 games in the season. Uh, and that was just like, I kind of, not like a breakout year or anything, but like kind of just like a good, I think overall, like my coach told me, he was like, look, like you're probably one of the more consistent players on the O-line. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice to have you there at center. And so I think for me, center is just more of like a, get everybody together position. Like, yeah. With my personality, I've kind of just, like, been the kind of dude to always, like, have people, like, I've, I've, I like everyone. Like, yeah. I don't know if this sounds kind of, like, a-hole-ish, but, like, I feel like, personally, like, if a person has, like, a problem with me, then, like, there must be something wrong with them. Because, like, <laughs> no, I've, I've never yes. had, I've never had problems with anybody. Mm-hmm. No, and also, like, I mean, 
I've always heard that center is the it requires the most communication on the yeah. offensive line. I know that in our class we've had together like communication is obviously not an issue for you. Yeah. Like, so I feel like that is a distinct strength that you have probably yeah. in the offensive line. So usually we just like we go out there make a front call so like whatever front the defensive line's in i call that out and like that determines like that dictates like who we're comboing with like which linebackers we're going to so like in a say like a three down front like a nose guard like right over me mm-hmm. and like two d linemen over the tackles will like it's like it's very intricate but like once you get used to it and you're sort of like kind of flowing with it like at first you're kind of there and you're like oh geez uh <laughs> this front Okay, and then they're like, uh, that linebacker. It gets to the point where, like, you break the huddle, and before you even, like, get to the ball and get set, you're like, okay, this front and that linebacker. Like, it just, like, becomes, yeah. like, second nature. So, like, center definitely comes time with, like, consistency and, like, being in that position. But um, it also comes with a lot of understanding in the playbook. They've made it a little bit easier on the centers and having, like, the quarterbacks do a little bit more of the work, but I feel like it's kind of, like, universal. Like, it's yeah. either, like... Because the center can't see everything. Like, we can see, like, the box. Like, yeah. the D linemen and the linebackers. But, like, right. the quarterback can see the safeties, the corners, like, how they're rotated over. And, mm-hmm. like, if the corner's pressed up and there's a safety over them, that's like, okay, there could be, like, corner pressure. And so, like, it's a lot of, like, intricacy in football. And, like, I'm at that point right now where, like, I'm learning, like, a lot more about defense than I am about offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because just because I have a better understanding of our playbook than, like, some of our other players, like we have like a lot of young guys coming in, like our offensive line right now is super young. Yeah. But I see like a lot of good, like I see a lot of potential in our young offensive line, which is like really like reassuring. You guys are like, a, Vanderbilt's a pretty run heavy team, especially coming into this yeah. next year. So yeah. I mean, that's, it's really important to have that talented youth yeah. on the offensive line. Like sure. I just think like, I don't know. I just see so many good things. I see great things out of Ben. Bradley Ashmore. I see great things out of everybody in that room. So I'm just I'm super Go watch excited. the Ben Cox episode. It was Yeah, good. a little yeah. plug. <laughs> Benny Benny was on this episode too. You guys should give it a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so one thing that I was wondering from an offensive line perspective is going from Ken to Mike cuz you know there was kind of a yeah. kind of flux in quarterbacks last yeah. year. Obviously you know, Mike is a more mobile quarterback. Yes. And so um, you know, blocking for him probably requires different like different things you need to like uh, think about during blocking is that is that you know is that i feel like media makes that out to be like a really big deal of like oh he's mobile so you really have to keep you know everything clean is that really like a big deal i'll tell you the only real difference between having different quarterbacks from an offensive line perspective, it's none of that. Sh- like that, that's yeah. bullshit. Like okay. it's like just you're gonna media. you're gonna block it the same whether you got such and such, whether you got Peyton Manning or like Lamar Jackson. Like it's gonna be blocked up the same from like a protection standpoint. Like yeah, like you're gonna have different plays that cater to different quarterbacks. Like with Mike, we can run a little bit more of the read option just because he has a lot more speed than Ken. But with Ken, we can like drop back just because he has a, like. You know, like we could stay in the pocket a little bit better. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when like Mike can like break contain pretty well and like extend plays, which like is it's good on like college teams, but like both of them are super talented. Yeah, of course. Like I'm not. Oh, gonna, yeah. I wasn't trying to. Dog no, no, either. no. no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like I. I don't know. I love both of them, and so as a center, I mean, I love my quarterbacks. So right. you know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be blocked up the same. The real main difference. I was getting to this earlier. The real yeah. main difference from like an offensive line perspective is literally just the cadence. Like the rhythm of like how is they like that, is that like a big deal? Like does sometimes it like it's really not like, throw you off? It's not a super big deal, but it's just something you have to be aware of. Yeah, okay. Because like Mike has like a bit louder of a clap than Ken, mm-hmm. but like Ken has like they're like different voices, different rhythms. It's like it's all about getting into a rhythm as an offensive line, and like whenever we switch from quarterback to quarterback, it can like knock the rhythm off a little bit. But it's nothing like we're gonna block everything up the same. It's literally just cadence. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that was probably through your, uh, you know, up until this year. So I guess we can kind of get into the more fun stuff. Yeah, at this let's, get, point. let's get into it. So. I think uh, real quick, just oh, okay, quick summary things. Point. Like, what would you say has been your favorite moment, or like oh. something that'll stand out to you forever from your college career thus far? My freshman year, definitely playing against ETSU and winning that game. It was just like a. Like, I remember, like, all the football players, usually all of them ride mopeds, and, like, literally I was riding back to Commons on my moped, and I was just, like, fist up in the air. It's like, <laughs> let's go, let's, let's effing go. And, like, just being, like, a hype man, like, because literally, like, 
my freshman year, I was kind of like a a little bit like kind of oh like when am I gonna play kind of deal. But like I don't know, like you don't really like kind of sit back and kind of like take it a lot more seriously than you should have your freshman year. Freshman year, like everyone says it's kind of just like go have fun, go meet people. Yeah. Like your football time will come unless you're like one of those dudes that's like playing early. Um, yeah. It's different. But like if you're a dude that's not even like traveling to games or kind of just like developing, making sure like you get like, make, get your stuff done. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But like if you're not like traveling a game, that's like kind of your time to like step back from football and like go enjoy college. Yeah. You know, like whatever that's about. And so, but yeah, that was a little side tangent. But playing in my first game, it was like, Wow. Like, you kind of just, like, got your opportunity and, like, your team ended up winning. Like, we scored a touchdown with Mitchell Pryor when I was in. It was awesome. Mitchell Pryor, love you, Mitch. Shout out Mitchell Pryor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's a great dude. Like, super about his business. Like, if there's, like, Mr. Fundamentals, like, that's Mitchell Pryor. <laughs> Mr. Fundamentals. Yeah. student of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was my freshman year. My sophomore year, um, I don't really know. COVID was pretty tough on everybody. Yeah. And like obviously like we were all in ten. So I mean it was pretty it was it's pretty it's pretty tough to like find a good memory from twenty twenty. It was a growth year. It was a growth year. Oh, uh, and then uh favorite memory from twenty twenty one, I guess. Sorta of just like I don't know, there are a lot of them. I mean, playing in ten games is awesome. Like my body was banged up at the end of it, but like how like I just enjoyed the time, like my experience playing in those ten games. So like I guess just starting my first game and kinda just like going out there and like having a kick-ass first game and i was like oh yeah like i'm kind of i'm the dude like i was on i was on cloud nine after that stanford game like i know we didn't win but like i had just like it was a close no it was it was a great game and stanford ended up being a really like a pretty solid they beat oregon yeah like Uh they were they were like a top 25 team in the year and so like i don't know um it was just like i the dude i was just walking around like i was the dude like i was on cloud nine yeah what was your least favorite stadium you've ever played in? Whether that's because of the fans or because of the facilities, but like. Um, least favorite? Yeah, least. I mean, I don't really like Tennessee that much. Their stadium's nice, but like, obviously, <laughs> can't really, yeah, you know, I That's fair. Tennessee <laughs> fans can be pretty terrible. Yeah, they're awful. Fucking hate that orange, dude. I don't like the it. orange, the, or, the orange is a great color. No, it's not. It's no, a, okay. <laughs> Which is better, Texas orange or Tennessee orange? Texas. No. Easy. It's not, it's not even close. It's like Texas is like more of like a it's yellowish burnt. orange. It's, it's burnt. Orange. It's not as it's hard on your eyes. Exactly, dude. It's like I feel like I'm it's looking a, at a highlighter when that's I look a, at Tennessee. But it's like it's hurting. Have, have you it's seen like the UT black glare. jerseys? Yeah, those are good. Those yes. are dude, so sweet. They look like Reese's, like... I don't care, they're cups. cold. Are you kidding dude, me? no, no. Oh, jeez. I'm oh. sorry, there's one thing I'll stick hard on, like, no. I, I, like I was at Neyland when I was three years old, so... Good I, grief. I have a, a connection. I can respect the history. <laughs> but, you, were, you were born in Knoxville, I respect it. But, like, respectfully, I don't like them. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, that's least, least favorite stadium and least favorite fans. Tennessee fans are pretty rough, I'm not going to lie. I probably hate playing in Mississippi State the most. Their stadium is awesome. Like, their facilities are super nice. Like, their away locker room is, like, fantastic. Beautiful yeah. facilities. But I fucking hate those little cowbells they oh, got in the stadium. Oh, my God. The cowbells like, from Mississippi They had terrible. 25% capacity during the COVID season when we played them at their stadium. And, like, you could literally still, like, it was still loud as hell. They didn't have to pipe in crowd 25% of those people, like, 25% fans, all of them had cowbells. Good grief. That's rough. Like, I just don't like that. I mean... Yeah, but like my favorite stadium. There yeah, yeah. Where's, where's the better one? Other than I Andy's, like, of honestly, South Carolina Stadium. Oh, South Carolina Stadium is. Beautiful. I did not realize. Like, I didn't do like my proper research when I was looking at their stadium. But like, their stadium is super. Have you been nice. to Georgia? No. Georgia Stadium is also really nice. Well, I bet they go. are. The national champs. You guys have. You guys go to them this we next to, year. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll. We do. We'll, we do a little. We do a little bus ride down there. It's kind of. Yeah, but we fly back, so it's not too bad. There you go. Yeah. They have like the hedges on the end zones. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, South that'd Carolina, be, right? No, I, that's South in Carolina Georgia. has them too. They, they do have them yeah. too. I've heard Columbia is a really nice place to. No, play. like the weather was super nice. It was like. It was warm, but it wasn't too hot. It was just like beautiful. It was a nice night for like, football. It was like seventy six degrees, and then when the sun went down, it got oh, to like sixty eight. Uh, I was so mad how 
there was a couple calls in that South Carolina game that I was so angry about. Oh, it was pretty tough. Yeah, because I, I felt like you guys should have won that game. I no, like, like I wholeheartedly believe that we won that game. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, like, not that, like, I personally take responsibility, but, like, we had a four-minute, like, period, and, like, if, like, all we had to do is just keep the ball away from them. Like, everyone can say about, like, oh, like, the two-minute defense, like, wasn't it. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they shouldn't have gotten in that situation in the yeah, first place. Yeah, there was also... There was, oh, from what I remember, there were some questionable. There were. There were some questionable calls. But, like, you know. I mean, you have to live with that. Yeah. That's anyway. that's yeah. It's going to happen anywhere you go. I mean, I feel like it happens a little bit more to right. us, honestly. Yeah. But that's that's a bit of a different yeah, story. Yeah, that's, that's that Vandy bias. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah. Um, um, we're allowed to say that because we're media I've, members. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen some stuff fly that, like, I would never have seen, like, fly. Can you imagine having, like, Alabama? Oh, oh, oh my God. Uh, Dude, if we had like, oh my god, I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah, Keg sorry, sorry. That's, 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 a whole, that's a whole other episode. That's that's that's, that's, when I'm, that's when I'm done with college football. I can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come back at on least, the pod. Like, <laughs> per NCAA, I can talk about whatever I want when I'm done with yeah. college football. The new exclusive interview where he disses everything. Yeah, you guys, like, we you, you guys just hit me up in three years. All I'll right. give you all the yeah. full scoop for sure. Everything. <laughs> Definitely. Um, looking forward, I guess. What's what are you most excited for for next year? I know Ben said you are going to Hawaii, and he's excited about oh, that. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that, but yep. that sounds hype. Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited about a lot of things. We also get to play at Brian Denny, which is really cool. Mm. And I'm, like, looking forward to that. Everyone can say, like, oh, my God, like, Bama, but, like, Dude, I'm just looking for the experience, man. Yeah. Like, competition's going to be high. It's like, it's your time to kind of just put what you got on tape against, like, some of the best recruits in the country. Right. Like, that's that that will help. I, you know, yeah. I assume, optimally, you'd like to go to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, that would be good. Like, <coughs> you know, in terms of NFL scouts will probably yeah. be there. You get that exposure. You yeah. Know, I, that's it's probably a good. I, mean, I got teammates from my high school football team on Bama, too. So really? I get to see them, like, Jordan Battle. Probably Ooh, Jordan, he's like, he went to Aquinas? He went to St. Thomas, yeah. He's like the highest graded yeah. safety in Jordan Battle's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, my buddy, he was like SEC first, like freshman, like first team uh, freshman All-American. He was, uh, his name? oh, I forget his name. What's his name? Um, number 15 for, I got a bunch of teammates in the SEC. It's honestly kind of crazy how like much of a powerhouse St. Yeah, Thomas is. It's, it's, a, it's, so a, it's a feeder school. school. Yeah, like, Derek Wingo at UF, shout out Derek Wingo. Uh, Jordan he Battle, he j- yeah, he's kind of like a linebacker DN mix. You know, like I like yeah. the, they have those hybrids yeah, now. Star position. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marlon Martinez, Marcus Dumerville, both are all linemen at LSU. Um, I can't really think too hard now. I was only at St. Yeah, Thomas no, for like yeah. a year, so yeah. I only I only know of the, like the dudes that like I played with. Mm. But like that, I mean, it's it's impressive. Just, just the, the South least. Florida area in general is just so high. And, yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, you could say, like, Florida, but, like, it's primarily South Florida that, like, gets yeah. all those dudes. Like, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, south of Orlando, like, anywhere there is crazy. Yeah. So, um, a popular question mm-hmm. that, that started with Cam is, so he talked about how for home games, the f- like, the food before home games, he was a big fan of the ice cream bar. Oh, yeah. It, or, when we, we asked Ben about it, he was like, I'm not really an ice cream guy. I don't get sweets before the game. Are you, are you an ice cream guy? Do you get sweets? Oh, I before? love it. Okay. I mean, um, <laughs> Cam was passionate. I'm, yeah, I'm, a, a, I'm a O so I'm big on like food in general. Yeah. I mean, Benny's funny. Like, I actually met Ben's parents one day, and like they were telling me how in high school they had to cook him four pounds of chicken every night. <laughs> That's so, so much chicken. I don't really know how like that looked on like a weekly basis, and like how how much that costs. Like, Budgeting a lot. Like, shoot, I think like a pack of four pounds of chicken is like. Thirteen, fifteen dollars, maybe. It's it's expensive, especially now with like COVID. Well, and yeah, all. I mean, yeah, everything but, now. Shoot, it could be like twenty dollars, but they'd have um, to go wholesaling. The ice cream bar. <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, sorry, so, back to the ice. Yeah, so <laughs> it's an ice cream bar, engine. but they got like cookies next to it. Like there's oh. like there's like a selection assortment of cookies. It's like a whole dessert bar. Yeah, it's like a whole dessert bar. This is and new so, information. Yeah, we're we're, yeah. <laughs> we're we're evolving on the ice cream bar conversation yeah, we for sure. Ones. And so I get. Either all chocolate, all vanilla, like two two to three scoops, or I'll get like, if I were to get like a, like say I had a lot to eat and I wasn't really like super hungry for ice cream, I get like two scoops, like one chocolate, one vanilla or something, yeah. just kind of like mm-hmm. mix it up. Yeah. I get, uh, 
Huge sprinkles guy. I love sprinkles. sprinkles. Really? I know they're nothing but sugar, but like I just like sprinkles. Yeah. Have you ever had warm sprinkles? Like sprinkles that have been warmed? I think they're so much better. It really? melts into the ice cream. Something. So it's just, like a, it's just like melted sugar on your ice cream. Yeah, pretty much probably. It's, it's just something to that's, think about real quick. That is okay. <laughs> but, revolutionary. Yeah, I had it one time in uh, Charleston. Okay. It was good. But anyway, sorry. Keep no, going. it's it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> all good. On the ice cream. Yeah, so I get sprinkles. Uh, I do caramel, hot fudge. They got like Oreo bits. I get a little bit. Of, I'm a very big like. I like toppings on ice cream. So toppings like, on ice cream and stuff. And then I'll put like they got like I think it's Cool Whip like in like a big like metal bowl that they have like little yeah little uh, what's it called Saran wrap yeah like Saran wrap on it yeah and so I'll get like two scoops of the Cool Whip and I'll put a little cherry on top of it I put the yeah, caramel on Sunday on the ice cream I don't put it on the hot fudge uh, I think that's probably a smarter idea yeah but, it's just um, easier to make. Yeah, that's, that's my ice cream bar go to. And then I put a little cookie in there because from like the yeah, yeah, bar, of course. I like there put one cookie in there. It, so, For the aesthetic. Yeah, um, I remember when we talked to Cam about it, he was like, it's a, like a competition with the wide receivers of like who has like the nicest ice cream. Is that, do you guys, or is it just more like, <coughs> oh, thank God there's some ice cream, or is it like pride and who has. No, I mean, ice cream. that's the wide receivers. They're the fly boys. They can do whatever they want. But, uh, <laughs> um, O-line, I mean, honestly, like, I'll tell you, like, it's more of a competition of, like, who can get their food first. Because, like, yeah. if you're not one of the first to get your food, it takes forever to get your food. Because, like, we have, like, two, like, buffet lines, like, in the, in the place where we eat. Mm-hmm. But then outside they have like a pasta station where you can yeah. kind of like yep. cook I've your own the, pasta. Heard the good things you about cook the pasta, your own pasta station. No, like they make it for you, okay. but like, like you pick what you things. want, and like it's like a pasta. It's like Makes the ice sense. cream bar, but like yeah. the pasta bar. Pasta bar. So Small I get like pasta bar. if you're not first out there at the because the pasta bar is very popular. I've yeah. heard. I've heard. That yeah. It's, it's a, it's a like I get like traction. <laughs> I get noodles. I get shrimp, chicken, mushrooms, uh, pesto, parmesan. I get like. A little bit of Alfredo and a little bit of marinara. Not too Ooh. much sauce though, because I like I like the sauce to be a little bit thicker, like not runny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runny it's sauce. It's super on good. It. You got like onion, garlic in there. It's so good. I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> yeah, I got to eat. Grief. After this, will be yeah, that we're <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. And so, literally, if you're not like one of the first people to get like called up to go eat, like it'll probably take you a smooth like 30, 40 minutes to get your food. At least at the pasta, just everyone yeah. goes there. Mm. Is it like by seniority, or is there like a position group that gets to go they'll, some weeks? They'll mix it up. Like they'll do like, cause like they'll they'll mix it up. Like it'll either be seniors first, juniors, sophomores, and they'll go like oh sophomore, senior, junior, freshman. Like they'll oh, just wow. mix it up a bit. Okay, I didn't do whatever. Know if it was like seniority based. That's funny because anytime there's like a birthday, the birthday boy or <laughs> girl like goes first yeah, to get okay. food, and like everyone will sit there and like they'll go to the buffet line and just look at the food, and then they'll pick it up and like. We'll like murmur and like pretend like we're genuine, like, oh, <laughs> so put them in their place, like, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, like, kind of just like, yeah, just like a live little commentary on like course, yeah. the person, the birthday person getting their food. Oh, they get to go by themselves. They like, get we, the food, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they'll like it's, it's, stand up in front of everybody. <laughs> no, they're not just first plate. in line, they're, they're the like, only They're literally line. like the, the eye of the room at that time. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. And literally, we'll just like commentate and pretend like we're like, they're like, like anytime oh. they would put a piece of food on their plate it was like, like oh he's like, going like for the a, chicken oh okay it was like a golf clap or like yeah, a cheer like it was it was awesome it was 40. that's funny have you ever been the birthday boy or is your birthday not it's so it's so like my birthday always lies around tennessee week because i'm a november i'm like a i'm like a late november baby yeah because tennessee's always the last game because we're always like tennessee's always like our thanksgiving week game and so like my birthday i'll either like be the day after the game like, I don't think I've ever had my birthday, like, on the day of the game or, like, any time where I could have, like, Claimed pregame them. meal. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've never had that luxury before. Is like, this, this past year, it was, like, I think it was literally the Sunday after Tennessee game. Or, no, it was the Monday after Tennessee game. I remember because I went, I went downtown after, like, not yeah, after not the awesome. game, but, like, on Sunday night. Yeah. When I probably, like, shouldn't have, but, like, we didn't That's have okay. anything. Where'd like, y'all go? Oh, I just went to like Luke's or something. Okay. Then I just flashed my ID. Like, oh, happy birthday! Come on in. That's sick. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, ice cream. That's 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 the big question. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's the out. that's the uh, big one. Shoot. Superlatives. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, superlatives. You'll handle oh, so yeah. Fun. We've got so the O line. They're a tight group. So I, how we're gonna do it is we we're gonna do amongst the O line and then the whole football team. So yeah. We got two answers. Right. Okay. okay. Who's the best dancer? 
Best dancer on the offensive line is probably me. I'm not gonna That's lie. That's what I'm talking about. I love to, I love to dance. Uh-huh. Um, and then on the team, I mean, now we got a bunch of dancers. I'm not gonna lie. I'd say probably Quincy Skinner is one of them. Taco Quincy. Wright is one of them. Or I guess his name is Alan Wright, but his, like his nickname is Taco. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, who else is a good dancer? Maxwell Worship's a really good dancer. We've heard that before. Yeah. We've heard Max Worship on that. I think that was one of our guesses. We guessed. Yeah. No, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great dancer. Um, Mike Wright's a good dancer. I'd expect Mike Wright to be a good dancer. He's like kind of like the little, like, in South Florida we call it sticking. He's kind of like the little, like, bobbing, weaving kind of. <laughs> like, yeah, like, he's, he's, he's a good dancer. That seems about right. Um, who else? Oh, geez. I, I think my guess was Anthony Orgy. I feel like he would have been a good dancer. I think he's like, he's our, I mean, I've never like <laughs> seen him like flat out like dance in front of a crowd of people. Like, yeah. you, you know what he has done in front of a crowd of people? Kind of funny. Like, he has this little thing where like he pretends like he's going to do a front flip, but he just lands like straight on his ass. Like, <laughs> oh, he does, geez. he does Intentionally? like. <laughs> yes. No, he does it intentionally. Like, he's done it in places like before where it's just like fantastic like it's like literally like we'll all get in a circle we'll all pull out our phones and like record them and he'll like do this thing where he like dusts his shoes off goes in for a front flip just straight like oh just like lands on the floor like he does it every time where like any any time the football team is at a function or anywhere like he will just do it randomly oh, but so can, can he actually land a front flip though do you think i he think could? he probably could so like, you haven't seen it though he's like probably the most like we gotta get firm. Not the most like. I mean, he's athletic. Don't you? like. He's like ripped. Yeah. Like he's like. He's oh yeah. The, firm, firm. He's a big guy. Anthony yeah. is huge. He's a big guy. Yeah. Like he's probably the like most genetic like genetically gifted like athlete I've ever seen in my life. Like he's not like the tallest dude, but he's yeah. definitely like the biggest. It's dude like I've imagine DK Metcalf scaled down a little yes. bit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, I think Anthony's like six foot maybe. Yeah, Five, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly how tall they're all, he is. Yeah, they're all taller than me. Yeah. yeah, bigger than me. It doesn't matter. But no, I mean, yeah, he'll just randomly do that, and it's like the funniest shit ever. I swear to God. That's the question of the day. Can he actually do a backflip? I, I think that's what we gotta DM him. No, like, he literally just—he literally just tries the front flip. But like, I don't think he does it. Like, he does it on purpose. But I think he could if he like realistically tried to do one. Yeah. What if one day he just busted out instead of like falling? He just actually landed it and he just walked off. I think like, it would be <laughs> it would be like the biggest like one of those it was like the biggest anime twists. Of, like, oh yeah, all time. yeah, like, yeah. One of those, I swear. Yeah, everyone <laughs> like everyone, everyone would just be shocked. The music yeah. stops and then we'll just clap or like cheer him on like anyway. That's funny. I think he could. I'm not sure. But like I'm pretty sure he can. What if what if like the first time he did it he just he intentionally like he unintentionally fell and then he was like yeah that's just my bit and like that's yeah. just what he does from now on. I mean he could have very well been. I'm not sure. But I think like, we gotta get him on the podcast. I, I, there, we, I we think there was <laughs> during our like you know how you do like freshman seminars and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I think he literally did it at one of our freshman se- seminars. Oh like, I think they like do that play or whatever of like. Um, I don't even know. I think they were just like reenacting like certain events that would like go on like a college campus and like everyone was at like a party and they were like all dancing and I'm pretty sure like he kind of got on stage somehow and just did it. Like I'm not, I'm not even sure like how like he even got up there. He just, he was just there. Yeah. yeah, He just did it. (laughs) Anthony, Anthony's everywhere. But I love that about him. He's he's a funny guy. Additions to the Anthony lore. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> the lore. The lore. No He's way. a mythical figure. Yeah. Good grief. He has um, the powers of, like, teleportation. <laughs> yeah. He hears us talking about him. He just shows up on the ball. <laughs> He's like, he does a front flip. Yeah, yeah he just us. does it. Right. Oh, jeez. Okay. I can't yeah. think of the second question, Chris. Best dressed. <laughs> that was it. There you go. He's really? He's the yeah. best dressed? Anthony, Justin Harris. Those are my two picks for, like, best dressed. Who was it that, uh, was it Cam or Ben? They're like, Cam's a I ran Pierce. into him this morning and he's just wearing uh, like Chris a Gucci Pierce. suit Chris Pierce for no reason. He's, he's very well dressed too. I, if, I, if, I, if I'm looking at like dudes on the team currently, because Chris Pierce is just oh, like yeah, graduated. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 
I didn't. I wanted to go to their pro day, but I, I had class. So oh, like, that's, that's a yeah. Bummer. Chris Pierce is gonna be good. I, I think that he is an undervalued. He's a wide very, receiver. he's a very big body for like. He's I'm, a possession he's, wide receiver. He's like two forty. He's huge. <laughs> like, I'm surprised that like he can move the way he does. You know what his forty time years. is? I feel like he's faster than what he you would expect him to be. Yeah, like, no uh, doubt. Yeah, like. He made so many plays for us last year. Like it was actually crazy. He was he was the most like I don't want to say the most reliable because like I'm not trying to diss other wide receivers. No, I but mean, man was just like he, he called made, everything. He made plays. No, like he, he, he made, made plays, tremendous man. plays and like yeah. there's just like sometimes just like you ever see that meme where like Patrick Mahomes like yeah he's just like all right he's down there somewhere yeah I think I think I think you could say that for like a lot of our dudes like Will Shepard's really talented. Yeah, he caught that hail mary in the yeah yeah. How was that? Was was that a fun moment for you? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, like, I'm not, <laughs> oh Ivan, we don't really like we run. Don't get me wrong, like we we do conditioning is like just like everybody else, but like shoot, I wouldn't even think about conditioning. I ran like shit sixty yards down the field. <laughs> yeah, just to, like, go I remember we were Will, yeah. Willem and I were actually at the game in Knoxville. Yeah. And no, I, you were at the game in Knoxville. Oh yeah, you were at the you were at the other one. My bad, you were at the Ole Miss Tennessee game. Another point. Um, when Mike Wright threw that ball, I'm telling you, it was the most horizontal Hail Mary I've ever seen in my whole life. What do you mean? Like, no when arc? you see Hail Marys, oh, you see, like, it was like a, a huge it was arch like pass. Bullet. It was a bullet pass <laughs> 60 yards. And I'm telling you, I was like, he threw it, and I was looking at the Jumbotron because I was on the opposite end zone. Yeah. And I was like, no way that makes it to the end zone, like, immediately when he threw it. And then I'm like, that's still going. Yeah, and then uh, I think Will Shepard caught it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my whole life." <laughs> nah, my, Mike's a pretty skinny dude, but he's got an arm on it. It's yeah, kind of, it's kind of crazy. Man, I was, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it had no arc at all. It was a full-on bullet past sixty that's yards crazy. in the end zone. It was. So I didn't funny. even. I didn't even think about that. <sighs> but that was one of a play. Um, but yeah, best dress definitely on the team right now: Anthony Orji and Justin Harris. Mm. Those are my two top picks for like best dressed. Oh, from an O line too. Sure, oh. right Bradley Ashmore is probably the best dressed in the O line. Okay. Or yeah. Charlie Clark, who's okay. like, a, he's like a walk on, but I love Charlie. He's the best. He's like, he's a big like kind of put your nose on the grindstone kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, too. yeah. Like he doesn't really. He's kind of getting comfortable with us, so he's like talking to us more. But like when he first got here, he was kind of just like a quiet dude. But Chuck's developed. A, we call him Chuck. He's okay. developed a bit of a personality on him that we all love him. So that's sick. That's a good one. Who's the biggest personality on the team? Like they're just always doing something, always saying something. You you know they're going to be doing something at all times. Probably Mike. Yeah. Mike, right? Okay. I think he's he's like a my mom. My mom loves Mike. She calls him like the ray of sunshine. She's always oh. like such a sweet boy. Like always talking to people. Like always engaged. Like I don't know. I think Mike Wright is definitely one of those dudes that's kind of like a big personality. Yeah. Um, who else is a big personality? Max Worship's kind of like, once you get to know him, he's a big personality. He's kind of like a more reserved dude, though. Like, if you don't really know him so well, like, he's still going to give you respect, but like, he's kind of like, you got to get to know him more yeah, to like yeah, kind of yeah. get that personality out of him. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely with us, like, in the locker room, he's a, he's a funny personality in there. Uh, Anthony Orgy's a big personality. Like, again, kind of like once you get to know him. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I guess you could like plead a case with like a lot of people that like once you get to know them, they're a big personality. Yeah. It's just like people that are like kind of breaking the scope of like, yeah, like I'm an athlete or like I'm a football player, but like I'm also a person. You yeah, know, like, no, kind of just like being approachable or like approaching other people. Like I feel like nowadays, I mean, especially with like social media like you may, people can seem like they have a huge personality like on social media but like it's once you get to like see them in person they're kind of just like yeah like I in feel, the corner I, I guess. feel I feel like that's another point of like why we do this pod yeah. is because like a lot of people view especially like college and uh, professional athletes like commodities especially mm -hmm. with how like sports betting has become this increasingly popular oh yeah and I feel like you know humanizing athletes is probably an important thing that we Need a, yeah, kind of I mean, like, right. with the whole, like, mental health awareness thing, too, like, I've mm. seen so many people on Twitter, like, kind of bash, like, LeBron and Serena. Yeah. And not, not Serena, like, Simone Biles yeah, for like, yeah. what yeah. she did in the Olympics. Like, 
I mean, you're like you're an you're, you're a you're top a athlete. Like I think I think Simone Biles, like even if she couldn't do that specific flip that like she was having trouble, like she's still gonna beat everybody mm-hmm. without a doubt. Like they've made Most rules. Most dominant to, like, athlete in any sport. Ever. Yeah, like they've yeah. made <laughs> rules to like limit what she can do yeah. because she can do things that like other athletes are physically capable of yeah. doing. Nobody. So like for her to step down, it's like she has to be going through some tremendous things because like. Right. I'm sure, like, she could have done something else that, like, even other people still couldn't have done and still yeah. won. Yeah. So, I mean, again, like, I, I don't know. I mean, people are just, like, some people are just ruthless. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a time and a place where, like, athletes were kind of just looked at, like, these, like, hard dudes, like, like, like grimy, just, like, like, broken finger, just, like, oh, like, I don't care. Like, I'm still going to go out there. Like, there's definitely times where, like, I mean, especially as an offensive lineman, like you a broken finger is yeah. like kind of you're not catching child, a ball, child, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like so. I mean, but like I'm talking more like big picture, like mental issues. I feel like people have kind of just become like desensitized and just think that like just because you're an athlete, like it means like you're already this like huge. You're already on this high pedestal of like perfection. That like once you've reached the max, like once you reach like the NFL, NBA, MLB, it's like you can't mess up or you can't like be a human yeah, you can't be a person at that yeah, exactly yeah it's like people are gonna make mistakes people are gonna like be people like i'm sure there was like a time in your y'all's life where like you're kind of just like what am i doing or like mm-hmm. what now yeah we're you not know, even, like, we're not on a national stage yeah, yeah. exactly like, I, I i literally like all miss game like for me like Oh, that Ole Miss game also pissed me off. That's a different point. Like, I was I was not in the right mental state that Ole Miss game. Like, I don't know what it, like, went wrong, but, like, I, I was just, like, I wasn't in it. And, like, my rhythm was off. Like, I think I personally, as a center, had a couple offsides penalties, which, like, I'm supposed to know, like, yeah. when to snap the ball. Like, that's, like, my that, job. That, that's, your, <laughs> that's literally, like, that's rule I, one. I only got one job, and that was it for me. And, like, that happened, and I was just, like, like what is like what's wrong with me like what like yeah and so like, i got pulled that game but like it was kind of just like a step back just like yeah, yeah. and like assess yourself yeah take a minute. make sure you're good because like, i remember that actually yeah like literally I like the whole game <laughs> you can literally see like a picture like of me like jogging in the tunnel at halftime of that game and like my face was pale like i was like a ghost like i was like so embarrassed and like so like oh my god like i'm just like the worst right now like i don't know what's going on and so like it's just like you kind of just got to like take a priority of like sometimes like you don't even like i didn't even know what was going on that game and so like if that can happen to like a dude like me like not not saying that like i'm better like i'm a big person like just like it can happen to anybody right like, exactly. that, that was kind of like my big moment of like okay like this is definitely like a huge mental game too like it's not just like physical like yeah you need to be like in physical shape to be able to compete but like you got to be as mentally sharp as you are physically competent to like play yeah, right yeah so that's a good quote yeah as mentally sharp as you are physically competent to play that's that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the leadership that's quote it. of shoot some, uh, on tuesday you know, just a little <laughs> yeah you know draw education for y'all yeah. you know dropping some wisdom here uh <laughs> i don't know if we have uh, many more questions, I don't think. But I think what we do want you to do is we want you to sign the show on the door jersey. Oh yeah, do y'all have like a, is it like some? Yeah, too, there's like? uh, the, every guest that's come on minus Cam because Willem forgot the jersey. Yeah, sign the fine. back. Uh, so that's all of Spencer Jones and Ben Cox. Nice. Uh, Chris's girlfriend, but that's besides uh, that she came on an episode. And I said you have to sign it. <laughs> that's uh, fine. Let's see here. Yeah. My signature is honestly not the best, but we're gonna make it work. It's okay. I've never. You gotta practice, work. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Let me see. This will be also in the what thumbnail. Kind of, we're gonna clickbait it. What kind of like, give this is, Okay, it has a little bit of. Well, we gotta, we gotta clickbait it. Do you like? <laughs> That's gonna be a stupid thumbnail. I love it. A gift to it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yours is a lot more like legible though, because everybody. I don't think they put enough pressure on the pen, and so like Spence's. Yeah, and some of these like aren't big enough. Like that's that's a good size. Yeah, that, that's Spencer's what we're small. Spencer's yeah. I feel like we we like in the future should be like yeah, yeah get I'll it put, that size. Little, yeah, we'll put Ernie on the bottom. That's what everyone calls me on the football team. Well, at least the coaches and some of the players call me Ernie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is there a reason for that? 
Uh, so my own name is Julian Hernandez, and like mm. one of our one of our senior tackle. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm a fool. No, it makes no, sense. no. I'm, I'm, it's it's not. Trust me, there's a little bit more to it. And so, um, one of our senior offensive tackles when I first got here, Devin Cochran. I don't. Mm. You guys probably might not know who he no, is. I don't and uh, he transferred to Georgia Tech like about a year after I was here. I love the guy. Like. He's probably going to go to the league. Like he had a great pro day, and I think he's going to get drafted pretty so. like, well. And so um, he, out of nowhere, was just like, what up, Jay Ernie? Like, like Julia yeah. Hernandez, like Jay Ernie. Jay Ernie. Like, he was just looking for a nickname for me, and so he started calling me Jay Ernie, and that kind of was just like what, what the O-line started just calling me, like, at, like my freshman year, they're like, Jay Ernie, because my offensive line coach coached across, like, I don't know. He wasn't like my favorite guy. I mean, I think he, <laughs> like he was kind of just like an ass. But I feel like he knows that. Like I don't think like that was his like coaching strategy. Yeah, it was his coaching style. Like That's the I, I love him as a person, but like I did not like him as a coach. <laughs> so um, I mean, he's not even. I don't even think he's coaching anymore. I think he's he went to for rest in peace. Where did he go? He went to UNLV for a year. And then, oh wow! Oh, no wonder. And then he. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm Sounds um, like the Jets of. NCAA. I don't even. I don't even know like where he's at now, honestly. Um, but uh, he was calling me like Levon for some reason. I don't know why he started calling me. He started calling me Levon out of nowhere. It's really weird. And like literally Levon, like L A V O N, out of nowhere. Like, I'm telling you, he's like Levon. What's going on in this play? And I was just like, Is that I was me? sitting there. Yeah. He's like Levon, and I was like. Like who the fuck? Like who's he talking to? And he was like, "Oh shit, Julian." And I was like, "My name's not fucking Levon." Yeah. Like who are you talking to? And so he was like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna start calling you that now." And so I was like, "Oh like, shit, You're like God." Well, I mean, I there really, goes. I didn't really care, but so the seniors they just started calling me Jay Ernie, and that kind of stuck because uh, I'm the last in my recruiting class right now in the offensive line room because like we had. Two other dudes, but like one of them was playing defense now, and the other dude kind of medically retired. Mm. So I'm still there, but we had dudes on the team who were with me my freshman year that remember them calling me Jay Ernie. So that's kind of stuck, but they kind of got they kind of ditched the J and just yeah. started calling me Ernie. And that's how you spell it: H E R N I E. My coach, he always like if he posts on Twitter, like you say something about me, he, he spells it E A R N I E. Like Ernie. Like Ernie. Yeah, but no, it has the H for Hernandez. Yeah, but like. It's like the so, H is silent, just like oh, it is in Spanish. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I kind of. I think so. Message might, to the world. That's how it's spelled. It's, yeah. It has an H in front of Get it. Get it right, y'all. It's H E R N I E, J yeah. Ernie. We'll have that. We'll have that in the sure. title. Yeah, it's with <laughs> Julian Hernandez in parentheses, Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that's where we're gonna take you out of context and be like, Julian Hernandez demands that you spell it right. <laughs> that's where we like <laughs> no. trash you. You can um, call me. I, I tell all my professors, you the, can call me whatever you want. The, I go by Julian. You can call me whatever you want. Yeah. So. Um, well, one last thing before we go, because I just remembered this. Yeah. Ben uh, brought something good up. We we're talking about the helmet, and we're like, oh. "This is kind of heavy. It oh, hurts my man. neck. Do you do any neck exercises?" And he's like, "Let me tell you, floor neck." Floor he neck. He didn't describe <laughs> it at all. He's like, "I'm not gonna say anything about it. Just ask the next people you have." Floor neck? Well, yeah. What floor, is that? What is so that? pretty much, like, you lay on your back. Uh, our strength coach, like one of our assistant strength coaches, Coach Belrose, he's known, he's world renowned. He'll be like, pop down, feet east, floor, neck, and everyone just goes crazy in the weight room. I have no idea why we've like developed like a loving and like a hype around floor neck. Like, what is it? Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll lay, literally lay down on our backs with our feet facing east because you know, like a like you know military commander, sure. like sort yeah. of like army stuff, whatever. Mm. I'm not saying we're the army, but like we kind of just like we'll sometimes do things. You're like wearing that. the salute of service shirt. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean love hey, my vets. A huge fan. Um, we support vets. I'll show them the door. Exactly. Um, um, and we'll literally just like we'll go to certain like neck exercises. So we'll be laying it out on our back. We'll be like ready, ready, set, and then we'll like pick our heads up. And so he'll be like chin to chest, and it looks like we're like nodding our head yes and then it'll go for like 30 45 seconds straight of just like nodding your head and like you can be like oh my god like that's a lot really like <laughs> no it's actually kind of tiring yeah, I, I bet it yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah. and so 
They'd be like, chin chest, go. And like, you're shaking your head, yes. Shaking my head, no. And so you have your head stagnant and you're kind of just like turning, like rotational work. Yeah. And then ear to shoulder. And so your head's still like in the same, like your head never touches the ground during this entire process. Oh, so yeah, that's. Yeah, that gets tough on you. Like, it just like. That's it, a real exercise. Yeah. Neck. Well, the thing is, like, once you're done, like, you're fine within like 30 seconds. Like, it's yeah. kind of just like a little bit of a burner for your neck. And like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I still get sore no matter what. Like, offensive line, like. Yeah. We're always like you, just, you guys get beat yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So like first couple of days of spring ball, like my neck is just stiff just as a like, board. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's just like, oh. it's just like damn. You wake up in the morning, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally I gotta go back. It's literally <laughs> just like my biggest pet peeve is just my neck being super psyched. Oh, oh god. <laughs> I could deal with anything being sore on my body except for my neck, because like your neck is like everything. You yeah. Can't Look, yeah, okay. you're in class just mad. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh god. You like I mean, floor, like, floor neck. Oh, no, <laughs> nah, I mean floor neck. I, I love it. I mean, it is awesome. Yeah, ben, ben was making it seem like floor neck was not a very enjoyed. No, everyone loves. Everyone loves. I got the I got the, I got the vibe that it was not an enjoyable thing, but I'm glad that it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone loves floor neck. Oh, that's, oh, that's that's the biggest funny. best takeaway from this. Yeah, floor neck. Do your floor neck. Like Dude, each every, everybody go to school. If do your floor neck. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching right now, lay on the ground and do some floor neck. Feet your feet got to face east. Yeah, yeah, feet east. Get a compass or something. Use your phone. You yeah. have a compass on there. <laughs> go to but, school. Eat yeah. your vegetables. Drink a gallon of water a day. Do floor neck. That, that's all four keys to success that, this is gonna end up on like a business instagram yeah. page <laughs> julian and this is four keys to success literally oh gosh oh fifth uh, key be a good person that's true be a good man or woman or whatever you identify be a good as. individual be a good we're inclusive person. here on show on the door as well yes very inclusive and that's um, the takeaway yeah i think we're gonna wrap it up yeah it's, it's been a long episode but it's, it's been fun hey i'm telling you i can make a conversation <laughs> forever if i wanted to i'm here for as much as y'all need yeah but i, th I think uh, i think we're done this has been fun oh uh, we've enjoyed having yeah. you on it's thank been you good. we really appreciate it's been, a, it's been a pleasure and i really appreciate y'all reaching out yeah um I was, it was weird oh, we'll tell the story about how i how i reached out yeah. just real quick yeah. we're in because, class together yeah so willem has actually gotten every other person on i the produce phone. Yeah, I, I just I just do the editing. Yep. Um, <laughs> Willem gets the people on, um, and so I, I was like, we we uh, Julian and I have a leadership class together, and I was wearing my show on the door uh, sweatshirt, and we we gotta make more merch. We do gotta make more merch. If we ever make merch, we'll we'll send out free merch. Try right. to guess on the pod. Um, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. But um, <laughs> so we had a ta in and he was like oh what's that and i was like you know giving him the show him the door description and then i was like we get athletes on i just looked at julian i was like you ever want to get on the pod i was like <laughs> <You're> yeah <laughs> sure, sure. I, was like, I was like what are you doing thursdays and it was it was last thursday and he was like are you asking me if i'm free today and i'm like <laughs> yeah he was, he was like what are you doing thursday i'm like Today? <laughs> I can go and today I, if you need me. And I was like, I mean, not specifically, just in general. Yeah. But um, it was funny. But. Uh, no, I had a great time. It was yeah, awesome. It's, it's a great conversation. Um, and so, you know, we'll have more people on. I think we're. Uh, we're planning on. I think we can reveal who we're. Who we're the trying big to reveal. Now's the time. Yeah. Our next big. Oh, guess. I wasn't the big reveal. You were the big reveal you were last the big week. Reveal yeah. Last time. No, yeah, no, no, no you, you had a big reveal we, last week. It's big reveal on big reveal. It's what we do. That, that's what we're you know attempting anyway. But um, I believe in the next coming weeks we plan to have the one, the only, the Jordan Wright on the podcast. Mm, so that will be uh, nice. I love be, Jordan. Yeah, do you know Jordan? I have, I have class with him. He's in oh. my. Uh, you, should, you should say good things. Get him yeah, on. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give him a good word. All right. He, he said that he would, but he, we haven't uh, solidified a time with him. I don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah. once we put this up, be like, hey. Yeah. Good because you know, we want to give him some time after you know, what happened no, I love in Jordan. IT. And so, He's yeah. in my uh, additional organizational theory class. Is that an HID class? Yeah. Is he an HID major? I think so. Hmm. Maybe we'll have a class with Jordan right next to Getting semester. that degree, baby. Um, <laughs> but uh, so with that being said, this has been Show Him the Door, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you, Down. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs>